0: help.com/sober If you're going back and forth between drinking and not drinking, then you're not alone. It's a journey from the time that someone considers not drinking to the time they actually stop drinking for good. And even though this back and forth process is pretty typical, it's really frustrating when you feel like you just want to be sober but then you keep drinking. In this episode, I'm describing five reasons why you may be having trouble staying sober. If you identify with any of these reasons, then I think it's important to be honest with yourself so you can work through it. So let's dig in. one, how much you value alcohol. A lot of us will claim that our drinking is just a bad habit, but it's more complex than this. Bad habits are thoughtless. We just do them without thinking. And if they get bad enough, we address it We'll power our way out of the habit and move on. We don't crave our bad habits after we've broken them. But with alcohol, we form beliefs that alcohol helps and is a solution. And this is what I try to address in my 31-day quit drinking course. I try to address the mindset and your beliefs and why alcohol helps you. And if you want more information on that, you can find it in the show notes. But take a second to think about your other bad habits. Do you feel that those are a solution for your problems? Do you crave them? Probably not. When we're triggered, the emotional response from the trigger significantly drives up the value that we place on alcohol. So even if you value your sobriety too, once the amount you value alcohol surpasses the amount that you value sobriety, it's going to be hard not to drink. And your value of alcohol is always changing based on what's going on in your life and what's going on in the moment. When we first quit drinking, we are highly motivated. Maybe you just had a vicious hangover or you humiliated yourself yet again. Whatever the reason, it's really motivating. But as time goes on, this motivation fades as all motivation does. And the reasons why you drink begin to appear work stress that you don't know how to deal with, fights with your partner, all the stresses of parenting, any kind of emotion, positive or negative, nice weather, the weekend, and lots more. And as these reasons start to build up, you're reminded why drinking helps, and you begin to value alcohol more and more. When you have a crippling hangover or you're filled with shame, You value alcohol pretty low, and you may even express this by saying, I'm never drinking again. But when you're triggered, the value that you place on alcohol shoots up because you know that you can use alcohol to instantly control how you feel. I talked about this in a lot more detail in episode 91. Do you want to be sober or do you want to drink without the consequences? So if you want to learn more about this idea of value, go check that episode out. And this brings me to number two, no coping skills. If you're going back and forth and you can't stick to your sobriety, it may be because you have no coping skills. Stress is balanced out with healthy coping skills. And these tools allow you to take things off your plate so it doesn't build up and overwhelm you. If you don't have any coping skills, then stress is just going to continue to build and build and build until you can't handle it anymore. We drink problematically for a reason. And even if we convince ourselves that we drink to socialize and have fun, there's a reason behind it. And likely the reason is lack of coping skills. We don't know how to cope with whatever. So instead of trying to learn how to cope with it, We take a shortcut and drink alcohol and instantly get the outcome that we're looking for with no effort. Understanding why you drink is key, but in my experience, I couldn't understand why I was actually drinking until well into my sobriety when a bunch of emotions popped up that I couldn't deal with, and I had to learn to deal with them. When I was drinking, I was dramatic and easily offended, and I still escalate things in my mind sometimes, but I'm much more calm now. I'm able to apply the tools that I've learned without things feeling overwhelming or like a huge deal. And if you don't have coping skills, then you may find that you drink and think, I don't know why I did that, or you drink at other people. Part of sobriety is learning how to cope without manufacturing feelings or lack of feelings with alcohol. Sometimes emotions are uncomfortable, and being able to exist in that discomfort and ride it out and get to the other side is key. Uncomfortable emotions are not going to last forever. But if you drink to cope with anxiety or anger, then you'll find that your anxiety and anger comes back stronger the next day. And then you have to deal with it again with alcohol and the process repeats. If you can learn to just be okay with feeling uncomfortable, then you'll discover you feel a little bit better the next day. I have a lot of different episodes on coping and emotional sobriety, so make sure to scroll my catalog or check out my website for a list. The third reason why you might not be able to stay sober is because society normalizes drinking and you feel pressure to be, quote, normal. Drinking is normal in our society, and people always tell me that where they live has a big drinking culture more than most places or that their job has an especially big drinking culture. And I've heard this from people regardless of where they live or what they do for work. We just have a big drinking culture as humans. It's basically everywhere. It's hard not to drink when everyone else seems to be drinking around you. According to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, about 70% Of people that participated in the national survey on drug use and health drank alcohol in the past year, and about 55% reported that they drank alcohol in the last month. We feel like everybody drinks, and you won't realize until you take a break, but not everyone drinks as much as you think. Less than 60% of people drink alcohol regularly. So that means almost half of the people out there in the world don't drink at all, or they drink rarely. If you go out and you're drinking, then you're hyper-focused on alcohol and getting more. We tell ourselves that everyone drinks like we do because we're in denial, but also because we will choose to surround ourselves with people who drink like us. We normalize heavy drinking for ourselves by doing this, but it's not actually normal if you look at the general population. There are plenty of people who have one drink occasionally or never drink at all. And it's not because they have a problem or they've learned to moderate, they just don't really drink. And if you take a break from drinking and go out socializing, instead of obsessing over how much you wish you could drink, try to get curious and observe what everyone else is doing. The first time that I went to a wedding sober, I convinced myself it was a big heavy drinking crowd and I would be the only one not drinking. I don't think that I was though, because they were going through Heineken Zeros like crazy. And even though most people did drink, They drank significantly less than I thought that they did. And I felt shocked and a little bit embarrassed to discover that no one actually drank the way that I did. It was just me the whole time. Even if I'm considered weird or abnormal because I don't drink, I think that sobriety is a social superpower. I don't have to humiliate myself, get sloppy, overshare, or black out anymore. I'm in control of how I act 100% of the time, and that's so freeing. Most of the time, when people who drink encounter someone sober... At a social event, they're in awe of them. I remember when I was drinking, I thought that sober people or non-drinkers had an aura around them. They were just comfortable with themselves. They didn't need to drink to fit in, to relax, or to make the occasion more fun. They were just confident and comfortable with who they were. And that was enough for them. And it wasn't enough for me. So I always admired them. The fourth reason you might have trouble staying sober is because you're trying to do it alone. And you might be thinking, well, no, I'm a member of a sober Facebook group and I go on Instagram. Lots of people will join groups, disappear, and then come back to post about their day one and then disappear again and repeat the whole process. And that's not... kind of support that I'm talking about. When you really allow yourself to become part of some kind of sober community, whether that's in AA, Smart Recovery, Dharma Recovery, Sober Mom Squad, The Luckiest Club, My Living a Sober Powered Life community, or sober Facebook groups, you get to know the other members and you care about each other. Coming in to post about a day one and then leaving is still basically doing it alone. I have so many sober friends now, and I know that I'm cared about. I know that if I disappear, some of my friends will reach out and check on me. And this creates accountability and makes us think twice about drinking. The only reason that I was able to get my first week sober was because a therapist challenged me to do it. I knew that I would have to go back the next week and tell her if I drank or not. That creates way more accountability than just trying to be accountable to myself. Some people can do it alone, but if you're going back and forth without success, then try something new. Consider joining a sober community either in person, online, or both, and you can get more info about my community in the show notes. The fifth reason that you might have trouble staying sober is you don't really want to stop drinking. If you're struggling to fully quit, then you may need to take an honest look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I actually wanna stop drinking? Sometimes we'll say that we wanna be sober and then we beat ourselves up for drinking, when in reality, we just wanna find a way to drink less. So if you don't actually wanna stop drinking, then you're probably not gonna be able to stay sober. It takes a long time from when we start questioning our drinking to when we can finally commit to not drinking anymore. We need a lot of proof and data on why it's never going to be different. And you might just still be collecting data. I started questioning my drinking in 2014, and I didn't even try one week sober until 2017. And I didn't quit until the end of 2019. It takes a lot of time sometimes. It's unproductive to beat yourself up over not staying sober when you don't actually wanna be sober. So if this is you, then I encourage you to listen to more of my episodes and keep learning. It's not an excuse to go out and collect more data, but if you're going back and forth constantly, then you need to be honest with yourself about whether or not you truly want to stop. I didn't want to stop until the day that I quit for good. Up until that day, I just wanted to find a way to control it, and that's why I was never successful. So I'll leave you with this wise quote, If you're trying to control your drinking, then it's already controlling you. So think on that, and I will talk to you next week.